welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a bunch of French nobility with way too many board games. I'm Tom, a soldier, and I'm joined by... Justin. The air. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a... Well, yes, a that was a good pause, a long pause in there. there. I was like, wait, what? Uh, Adam, the conspiracy. Yeah. Figure that one out. <laughs> you're not a conspirator. You're just a. No. You're multiple people involved in a conspiracy. That's right. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and Debbie, the assassino. Oh, in Francais. Yeah, say that's uh, that's the Italian assassin. <laughs> uh, he he snuck into France somehow. Yes. Hold on, assassin in French. What do we got here? Oh, what? Okay, I. It's, oh, it's assassin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's assassin. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, tour, 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 uh, gauges? Nope. All right. Just forget I said that. Oh. You would think that coming from a place where, you know, the, uh, the other language is French, I would know any French, but no. you'd be wrong. No, no, no. This is a board game podcast where we play games and talk about them. Sometimes they are in our collections and sometimes they're just on Board Game Arena. And this is one of the ones that's just on Board Game Arena. We're talking about Oriflam, the uh, a game where you are ostensibly uh, vying for control over the French crown. Ooh. Uh, it is a tactical card game with like hidden card, hidden placement elements to it. Um, I'm going to read what they've got on Board Game Geek because we none of us own this one. It was just one that we picked up because we sort of had a bit of a scheduling snafu and we wanted to play something nice and quick. So here's the description from Board Game Geek. In Oriflamme, the players find themselves in the middle of a medieval feud over the French royal crown. The king is dead. Long live the king. As heads of influential families, the players strive to come to power with cunning and malice, power and strength, virtue and infamy. Their goal, the king's throne. In the tactical card game, hidden cards are played in turn. By tactically uncovering and activating their effects, players can out do or get them out of the way because all players have the same goal in mind to collect the most influence points for their family and thus win the game and that's what we got for uh the the description of the game from board game geek uh this game is i think even on board game arena it was basically said that it was citadels 2.0 so if you've ever played citadels and you wanted more but different citadels then you can probably pop on over to board game geek now and go check it out the way the game works is that everybody has like a a base deck of these cards so there's like there's only like 10 cards or something and uh, everybody has the same deck to start with but everybody starts off by discarding three cards secretly at random to a discard pile for the rest of the game so everybody's going to have a probably different set of these seven cards and these cards have different effects on them um there's like the air which is like if he's the only one that's revealed you get two points um the soldier gets to just like chop somebody to the left or to the right of them which means that they just get to like kill a card um the archer gets to kill cards at the front of the back of the queue the assassin can just kill anyone and the lord gets like one influence plus one influence for each card to the left or right of them so they're all different in a way that makes them interesting so some of them get you points some of them get rid of other people's cards 
you incidentally do get a point for every card you eliminate, but that's not that's not a lot, right? Uh, mostly because people are, while you're running around killing other people's cards, they're also going to be playing cards to kill yours. Um, so everyone's going to have a hand of these seven cards that they're going to play, and over the course of six rounds, at least in the four-player game, you're going to be playing one of those cards to the table. So there are placement rules for how you're going to place your cards down, so the first person just, like, sticks whatever they want down on the table. The next person that plays has to either go to the front or the end of the uh, cards that are there. And so the placement rules are basically that. Like, you have to put your card down either at the head or the tail of whatever is there. The other thing you can do on subsequent turns is that you can actually overlay a card on top of a card that you already have that's of your color. So uh, if you find that your soldier is running rampant and you don't want them to be anymore, you can always cover them up with something else that might get you some more points. Once everyone is done laying stuff out on the table, you're going to resolve these things from left to right. Uh, And the way that works is because everything gets played face down, the person whose card it is that you get to choose whether you reveal it or not. And if you reveal it, then you play it for its power, which in the case of the air is like, oh, if I'm the only one out here, meaning that they're like the natural successor to the throne, they get two points, which is quite a lot because, I mean, most of our games ended up at like 16 was a pretty high score. Um, uh, You can reveal it and get the effect, which is, you know, various things, or you can keep it face down. Keeping it face down has the benefit of you get to take an influence marker and put it on top so that if you reveal it later, uh, you will get the number of points that are sitting on top of the uh, top of the card. Uh, the reason people might keep their cards revealed is there's also cards in there that trap you. So there's one card, at least in the base game, there's, there's only one, but there's one card which is called the ambush, which if anybody reveals it for you by way of uh, an axe, uh, you, they will lose their card because it got caught in an ambush, as well as the person whose card it is will get three points. So you never really know, I mean, unless you've reused up the one that you have, you never really know whether it's an ambush card or something better, like the conspiracy, where the conspiracy is like you double the number of influence markers that you have on there. So there's a bunch of different things going on in which you don't really know what people have on underneath until you go and check it out and your guy explodes because you walked into an alleyway full of ruffians. Uh, But there's also an equally good chance that that card is going to be a conspiracy, which if it gets flipped over, they just get a shit ton of points based on the number of influence markers they have on top. So everyone's sort of playing this game where maybe I'll go and try to maneuver things to chop up this guy and get rid of the air so that I can flip over mine next turn or keep this guy face down so that people think it's an ambush and maybe they won't go and kill it, but they probably will because you're all a bunch of savages anyway. Um, And it sort of plays out like this over the course of six rounds. And obviously as you go, you will have fewer and fewer options available to you and your card pool become more and more known as you go through the game. So it's this interesting, quick little game of just sort of laying things out in this line, um, using the cards to your advantage to try to maneuver things around because there's some cards that move stuff around. There's some cards that kill stuff um, and just trying to get the most points in this way. Um, without going into the cards, is there anything else that I that I need to mention? No. Although I will say, you know, this this whole like talk of, you know, the card needs to go at either the front or the end of the chain is giving me some like pretty vicious like human centipede flashbacks and it's that's not <laughs> Oh, no. It's not good. <laughs> Please don't bring that up. No. Flashbacks. <laughs> For what? For what reason? Well, you know, so, sometimes you just like you you watch the movie and it just it stays with you. Well, okay, so at least they're movie flashbacks and 
not otherwise. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Time to delete my internet browser history. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, high school sure was weird, huh? <laughs> what, no, nobody else? God damn it. So, no, I think you got it there, Tom. <laughs> All, right, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, See you later, guys. De- sorry, Debbie, you had something on the no, tip of your I tongue was, there? Yeah, there was something I was trying to think of, and I I don't know. I don't know what it was now. And now it's just... Now it's just all weird stuff from whatever Adam said that I cut out. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like oh no! Completely derailed my train of thought. Like the friggin' train is not coming back to the uh, station anytime soon. <sighs> the train is broken down and uh, it's under. You try and just stitch it back together. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Adam! All right, um, maybe maybe if I go over the cards, it'll jog your memory. So there's not like there's not that many to go over. So I think it's probably worthwhile. Uh, I mean, this game has. It, I'm looking at the rule book now. The rule book is literally four pages. So, like, this is a very light game. All in all, like, there's not that many things to remember. The cards are reasonably clear in what they do. Um, so it's. Uh, I'll just I'll just go over those. Uh, go over those, and it might give you better a better idea as to kind of what what you're in the what you're in for. Uh, the archer eliminate the first or last card from the queue. The soldier eliminates an adjacent card. The spy steals one influence from a player who has a card adjacent to your spy. Air, if there is no other card revealed with the same name, gain two. Assassination, eliminate any card in the queue and then discard assassination. Royal decree, move a card wherever you want in the queue. Discard royal decree. Lord, earn one point plus one point per adjacent card that's in your family. Shapeshifter, copy the ability of an adjacent revealed card ambush if revealed by an opponent's card discard the attacker and gain four points if you reveal it yourself gain one discard ambush and conspiracy gain double the points accumulated on conspiracy when it's revealed then discard conspiracy so you've got all these different cards and they kind of they they play off each other in a very interesting way um there can be some scenarios that come up that are quite funny where like somebody maneuvers a bunch of stuff around in the queue such that like the soldier comes up and they have to like decide which one of their own cards they want to sort of smash down just because of you have to destroy something because it's it doesn't say you can eliminate another card you have to eliminate an adjacent card that's how it works must um so it's it's it can create some of these really funny moments when somebody goes and maneuvers some stuff around so that you have to you're sitting there trying to decide which one of these cards that you own you have to go and smash down uh one thing that's kind of interesting that we only found out through experimentation of the game is because the game is played in this way where you go from left to right there is some scenarios that you can come up with where you can actually just make people like miss plays of their card so if you have that royal decree you can actually move like somebody else's card to in front of the royal decree or to the to the head of the queue and that will make it so they actually don't get to activate that round Mm -hmm. um so that could be something that you can use to sort of maneuver things around so that people just miss out on a whole bunch of points which could be kind of funny activate twice yeah i think that the one so the one thought that i had was about royal decree that you can move anyone's card not just your own card that was a a miss on my behalf. I thought it was just my card. I think that was a miss on all of ours. I think we all yeah. had a oh moment right then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, then, and then it completely um, changed the game as we also started manipulating each other's cards. Yeah. And then the other one was um you don't get the you don't get the points on a card unless you flip it over. Uh, so if yes. you yeah, if you leave your card face down and in the last round and it has discovery. like four tokens on it, guess what? Those four tokens are not coming to your pocket. I did that. Also a time if it gets murdered. Yeah. 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 
And also, the ambush is only ever worth one point if it gets revealed. So no matter how many points you have lying around on ambush, I think it's only ever worth one. That is correct. Oh, I didn't actually realize that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I paid that much attention. I think I think I was more just happy when I got to kill someone else. <laughs> when you suckered somebody into attacking the ambush? Yeah, pretty much. It's always a good highlight. Yeah, killing things. Killing things is fun. Yeah, we seem to really get down on the whole, like, killing people sort of business that was going on. Yeah, there was... We I think we played a very aggressive game most of the time i think there wasn't a lot of subterfuge or putting cards on top of other cards it was just soldiers and archers and ambushes just dropping every single round i mean the best defense is a good offense or something (laughs) yes (laughs) the words i live by (laughs) (laughs) all all aboard the murder train I mean, there was one point when we got like three rounds in and we managed to get it down to just two cards on the deck. I think there was one card at one point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were deep, deep in the game. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, yeah. It's It was fun. And it's been a while, like you you said, it, they, they compared it to Citadels and it's been a while since I played that one. But I do seem to remember sort of similar shenanigans, but far less murder. In Citadels, do you only play one card at a time or does it? do the tableau thing if anyone remembers it's kind of both because like with okay. citadels what you're doing is you pick one of the roles that you have in your hand and you're like oh i'm the king this round or right. whatever okay. um and then everyone when it's your when it's time for the king or whatever or the assassin to go like whoever has that role flips it over and then they get to do something right, right? and then on your turn you can also like use your influence points to buy or your your gems to buy land or something like that and so you you're you're sitting they're trying to collect like x number of these properties in front of you right right because uh, it was it was number based so the assassin would choose to kill like number six which was the priest and then right when the priest showed up just you know skip over yeah yeah and and i think it was actually just one because everyone there's like one deck right where everybody pulls from Mm. yeah and you would pass it around right right? so it would start yeah yeah the first the first person would take it and just like ditch a card at random and then take a roll and then pass it around. Okay. And the next person yeah, the, takes a roll, blah, 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 blah. The, yeah, I guess. So, so this one's almost Citadel's meets, uh, what was that uh, pirate one of yours, Adam? Uh, Libertalia. 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 Okay. Because I was getting kind of some vibes of that as well, because you all have sort of the same deck with multiple rounds. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, they're they're reprinting Libertalia as 2.0. It's uh, releasing very soon. Finally, I think I remember. Didn't didn't we in the review uh, talk about how it was uh, completely out of stock? Uh, no, I think we talked about the fact that it was like that it was out of print. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful board game, but Thomas posted a picture of it. That's the two point oh. Yeah, I know. The Libertalia Winds of Gale Crest. If you're oh, interested, yeah. okay. I'm very curious to know if they're going to change any of the gameplay. But nonetheless, that is not what we're talking about. We are talking about Oriflam. That one. Oriflamme. Oriflamme. I don't know. I loved it. I thought this game was great. I could have kept playing for quite a while and I probably would have been happy. Oh, definitely. It feels that niche that so far I think I don't really have like coup or citadels. Um, but unlike 
coup, I, I do like that you have the same deck and then the hidden information is what has been discarded and only you know that. So it's it's an interesting kind of game of, kind of sussing out what everyone has and kind of figuring out the best time to play and to bluff, whereas something like coup is more a purely bluffing game. This one is a lot more about strategy of when you play your card and, you know, when do you reveal it? So it's, a, it's an interesting little 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 mind game. It's simple, and I like how it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you lie. You know, you just you're just putting things down on the mm-hmm. queue and just sort of like revealing them or not. Like coo, you're sort of sitting there. Coop, coop. Yeah, you're just sitting there like. <laughs> Damn it, Tom. Just bullshitting actively to people and like hoping that they don't call you out on it. <laughs> it's a it's still a lot of fun, but you know, I I kind of I kind of appreciate the simplicity of just sort of picking a card from your hand and sticking it on there. And even if you suck at bluffing, you can just go ham and start axing people. For sure, I agree completely. And I think that the thing that I the frustrating piece about coup was for me is trying to remember what all the different things did, like all the different roles did, mm-hmm. and you don't want to get caught like staring and reading at the card that's on the table right right like because staring at the card being like i'm blocking with the (laughs) read 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 this thing right exactly (laughs) like you're trying to read and remember what all the cards are at least this one they're like they're in your hand and they tell you on the card what they do and you don't have to feel because that's the thing about coup that i feel like I don't like playing coup because I feel really stupid when I play it. Like Mm. not only is it a bluffing game and I just suck at general in bluffing games. Um, but I just, I feel really stupid because I'm always like, Oh God, like what does that card do again? And what does that card do? And I can't, I can't just stop and read the card because it's like, oh, can I please touch this card and turn it around so it faces me for a moment? <laughs> right? Like, right. Yeah. I just, I, that's what I really don't like about Koo is that if you're not the kind of person that like memorizes what all these different little functions are, you know, it, it it's really easy to feel lost and to just kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, whenever I play Koo, I'm constantly being like, what, what do I have again? I think I should check. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even when you're talking about playing the, what was it like? Oh, the one that has 52 different roles in it oh, or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The big box. Yeah, yeah. The newer, yeah, newer one. Uh, I do wonder, though, if we played it in person because the we, we played it on Board Game Arena and you were able to just hover over your card when it was face down and it would tell you what it was and what it did. Yeah. In person, though, uh, I think there'd be a lot of, wait, what did I put down there? It's been two turns. Should I flip it over? Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Because it does label it on the backside, right? Yeah. For someone that doesn't really get what's going on, like, Koo is impenetrable, right? It's like, I'm the Duke. And then there are <laughs> three people are like, you're not the Duke. And then they lose a card and they're like, what just happened? I'm yeah. so confused. <laughs> yeah. It's just so unenjoyable in my eyes. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. So this one for me was like, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun. It was like I had the ability to like kind of relax a little bit and just kind of sit in like my own little puzzle and be like, man, I wonder if I put this card here, if somebody will protect 
protect me, right? Because you have this massive advantage the earlier you go, you have a, a bigger advantage of being protected, more or less, um, mm-hmm. from or things like archers, right? Because archers to a soldier, right? But I feel like knowing that there's a guarantee that, you know, it doesn't matter how many cards there are in the tableau, the first or the last one can get eliminated at any time. Whereas the cards in the middle, it's, I mean... Takes more effort yeah, like to get to them. Yeah, it, it, It's a lot, you know, like, it, it's more chance-based, I think, when you're kind of in the middle, right? Whereas those archers, I mean, they can be... I, they're just ruthless, right? And if you're stuck at the end, and the archer is at the other end, or the person who has the archer card has their card at the other end, you're just like, okay, <laughs> good night. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Bye. So I don't know. I just, I like the fact that, that it's like different advantages with different um, timing, you know, of where you go first versus last. You kind of get all sorts of different swings of the advantage. And I, and I really enjoy that. So I don't know. I, I really liked this one. This one was fun for me. It's, it's good. I'm, I'm sitting here like thinking about it. And Debbie's like, oh, you know, I really, I really do, you know, I really like this one. And I'm, <clears throat> I find myself sitting here thinking, I, I mean, I thought it was good. Don't, don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sucker for citadels, man. Like, and, and I know they're, they're like yeah. the same, but different, but I, yeah, I, f- I feel like citadel, like for me, citadels just seems to, sometimes it drags on. Like if you're the, if you're the person that is constantly just getting assassinated for no reason, true, like true. You can't gain any traction in that game if you're just if you just have bad luck. That's true. Or if somebody's got somebody's got it out for you. That's true. Yeah, because you know you. And because of the way way it works, like there's no there's no set number of rounds, which I really like about this game, where there's like you're playing this six times, right? That's true. Whereas in in Citadels, you're you know if, if things if things don't work out, I mean they it's not like they not like they ever take that long, but like if things feel like they start to drag on sorry sometimes it can feel like citadels is dragging on a little bit for me but i mean like definitely your your opinion about the core gameplay is is solid right like citadels is good yeah it's i don't know i i have a hard time because like you know i'm i'm kind of like thinking you know if i would i I guess what's going through my head is like, would I pull this out over Citadels? And I cannot think of an occasion that I would necessarily do that. And I think, you know, part of that is just the fact that Citadels is just kind of a, I don't know, like an institution. Like, it's just, it's so ingrained in like, it's, it's so established as just being like this board game that's. It's so good at what it at what it is and and what it does it does very well that I I just I don't know I don't know but but with that being said like that's I'm not I'm not trying to like discredit this game because it's this game was actually really it was a lot of fun it, it was good um I don't know I just I'm having a hard time with it I guess it's I don't know and and maybe maybe I'm trying I maybe I'm just overthinking it I don't know but the, the game is good like the game is good You're it's fun wrong. it's fast. It's interactive. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Debbie does have a point at him. It's okay to be wrong. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, the Adam didn't hear me. It's all good. No. No, I said maybe you're just wrong. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I was busy, like, you know, thinking. Th- <laughs> it was in my mind palace, thinking through my 
my thoughts on this. Sorting sorting through your, your thoughts, a uh, briefcase? Yeah. That's right, my thoughts briefcase. My thoughts filing cabinet. I was I was just rifling through there trying to trying to see what I could His come up with. His thoughts duo tang. Oh Ooh. no. Yes. <laughs> one of those one of those shitty old ones at that with the little butterfly clips. <laughs> Our thoughts aren't aren't very deep. We can fit it in one of those like grade five duo yeah, yeah. tangs. <laughs> The paper ones. That's know. right. Sort of, sort of falling apart at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember how many people. Blah, 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 Five players blah. max. Five players. So I mean, mm, so like okay. Citadels plays two to eight, which is like one reason you might bust out Citadels over this for sure. True. Um, but I don't know. I like I I like Citadels, but I do think that. Anytime someone brings it out, I'm usually a little bit like, I don't know. Okay, cool. I guess we're we're gonna do this. Be, the thing with citadels for me is like the core mechanic of everybody picks a thing, and then like somebody comes out of nowhere and is like, I get the king, and then they like somebody shoots you in the face is really funny. Like that's a lot of fun when you're trying to remember like, oh yeah, this guy needs like two more buildings. So they probably picked the architect or whatever. So I'm going to go and like fucking steal shit from him. Like that's funny. And that's a lot of fun. But I feel like the, the length of time it takes for you to get from like teaching a game of Citadels to actually completing a game of Citadels is like a little bit too long for me to say like, you know, like, ah, oh, this is such a great time. Let's do this. Because like with eight people, it's just like, uh, I feel like it takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're playing with a large group, you kind of need to play with a group that already knows the game. I had totally forgotten there were buildings in Citadels. I love the buildings. So I think, I think the buildings are, are part of what kind of sways it. It's, I don't know. Like mm, just a little bit more, a little out of depth. Yeah. Citadel, like, that's just like, I, I don't it's know. just like, Oh, we're, we're getting a bunch of buildings. Oh, I've got to get this many gems or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. But this definitely streamlines things. I think that they're just like, I think they're just different, right? Like, I think that Mm -hmm. you, you tend to, I think people, I think it's really easy to take citadels and play citadels in a way that is, uh, that ignores the buildings. Like, I know for myself, I've done that many times where I've been playing citadels and I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) I'm not supposed to just be killing people. I'm supposed to be doing something else. Um, And (laughs) this game, yeah, like this game kind of, takes care of that i guess right is it's like (laughs) it puts the fun back in just like the the guesswork of Mm. you know what's out there am i going to take a chance i'm going to take a risk without requiring that other that other piece right because i think that Mm. it's just i think there's a good reason why citadels has it but i don't know that it's always appreciated why it's there and i think people probably enjoy you know the aspect of the game that that this oriflam takes actually kind of just um bases it on right does uh, citadels have a turn limit time limit no don't i don't think so no you play to you, you play until... to points right so the buildings right. have points on them and then you you play to like i don't even i don't remember how many points it is but yeah okay i i i'd forgotten that's yeah, all good there's like that's the other thing right is there's a there's a there's a definitive end in this game whereas in citadels i feel like because you're points based it could go on for mm-hmm. quite a while right yeah. of like that back and forth sometimes that can be good where it's like you know if you enjoy that you know you're right in the knife's edge two players or three players or one step away from winning uh yeah. you know that can add tension but it can also just make a uh the game run long 
as they all shit on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people start blowing up each other's buildings, and I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Get your buildings blown <laughs> the up, the warlord. So yeah, I know. I like both of them. I just, I, they're just, they're very uh, to me. They're just very different. Yeah, I think they're different um, yeah. enough for sure. Yeah. I really like this one. That's all I got. <laughs> so, so it's going to be showing up on the doorstep soon, yes? <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, whatever. I yeah. don't have the problem that you have. <laughs> what? She's got wow. a birthday coming up. Wow. <laughs> Get her some Oriflam for her birthday. There you go. Oh my god. Just don't just don't Google that. I don't know what you're gonna find if you look up Oriflam for her birthday. Oh no, uh, yeah, that'd be <laughs> I uh, know you can get a, a bright red banner with a sunburst on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah sign me up. Cool. I'm glad one of us did it. And I was looking. There's like I think there's like a few expansions for this. Oh, yeah, that's I, cool. I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't sure. I saw there was one promo on Board Game Geek that adds like a general or something, but I didn't see a, an official expansion listed. There's Oriflam Ablaze. Oh. I'm very confused because the Board Game Geek description says Oriflam Embrasement, which I'm... What, what, is, <laughs> what does that I'm, mean? I'm assuming it's French, uh, but mm-hmm. for some, but it's called Oriflam Emblaze. Uh, emblaze, Jesus. Ablaze. <laughs> Don't emblaze your ablaze, okay? Yes, it has the the uh, the prince in the snoodard... <laughs> What? <laughs> those are some awards it won? No, no, no. Those are some of the characters in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's, I, not in English. Love it. No, sh- no shit. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Could you tell because you didn't pronounce any of it correctly? Or the Mordenar. Ah, yes, the the Mordenar. Yeah. Perfect. I, I I really do enjoy the this the snoodard. The snoodard. Oh, okay. Yeah, all of our French speaking listeners are uh, now. No, I don't think that was in French. I don't think that's French. That's not French. It's no. Oh, it's, it's, uh, too many J's and. Oh no, no. <laughs> Zeds. I think we're really bordering on some insensitive thing, so I'm going to cut you off right there. <laughs> no. uh, so yeah, it looks like there's at least one expansion that adds like eleven cards or something like that. I don't know how it works. I don't even know why I brought it up other than to be like, hey, it looks like they're you know continuing to take this places. So it's kind of neat that I think there's a way to for them to continue to add stuff to this as well, just based on the way the game works. So that's pretty cool. Um, anything else from anyone? Well, you know. Just, just in case you wanted to know, the uh, the Orflam was the banner uh, carried by the King of France in the Middle Ages. And that encompasses what time period? Ooh, pretty much uh, 1124 through at least 1415. So we're talking like for 300 years, this could have been the thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, this looks like it won a couple of awards. Uh, UK Games way. Expo, Best New Card Game, Judges Award winner, and then a couple in French that I'm not even going to bother with. So <laughs> yeah, oh, back sure in they sensitive mean, land. All right. I'm pretty sure they mean Game of the Year, so we're going to go with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, not even going to. Might mm-hmm. be Golden Game. Yeah, anyway, not going to try. Thank you, uh, Albertan uh, French Education, for my complete lack of ability to speak French. Uh, okay, so uh, anything else for anybody? I said that weird. <laughs> anybody? Anybody? No, Tom. All right. You going to oh, add this to your collection? Now we sound like drive time DJs. <laughs> right. Oh. This is a crystal mic coming at you. Oh my crystal. god, that's a great DJ. Crystal mic. 
So would I keep this in my collection if I had it? Yeah, I think so. Because it's like, it fills a little bit of a niche because I think it's, uh, you know, nice and quick. It's a fun little game. Yeah, I don't think it takes a ton of explanation. And I mean, even if it takes you like a game to get your ha- uh, get the hang of it, it doesn't take that long to get the hang of. So I recommend you check it out on Board Game Arena if it sounds like it's fun for you, uh, because that's probably the easiest way to just like try stuff out. Um, and it takes all of the shuffling out of it. This episode brought to you by Board Game Geek or Board Game Arena Premium. Board Game Arena or whatever. I can't remember. I don't even remember who we're talking about right now. Brought to you by Board Game Arena Premium. Sign up now. You will receive no discount. This podcast remains completely independent. Look, like we're not we're not taking money from anybody. Not that we've not that I wouldn't appreciate it. But we haven't taken <laughs> bribes. We're not taking money from anyone. But if you want to, you can contact us. I later. think they're called sponsorships, not bribes. No, no it is. <laughs> they're not. They're not called yeah. bribes. Anyway, it looks like it's free, so you can just like sign up and give it a shot if you want to. Fun game. Uh, I might think about picking it up at some point. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Thought it was good. Uh, Justin, what did you think? Hey, I I quite enjoyed it. I have Citadels and I have Coup, which I feel kind of fill that role, but it's different enough that. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, there were a lot of sort of similarities that I saw with like something like the Britalia. And I enjoy that you're all kind of operating with the same cards. I, I, I like games like that, where it's more about not necessarily what you're stuck with, but, you know, when do you play this? Or, you know, kind of what, you know, who are you playing with around this table? How aggressive are they going to be with their soldiers? Like, do you just throw in your ambush right away? Or is it more passive table? Let's go in a little slowy, slower. Uh, and I, I like that. Uh, kind of that intellectual kind of aspect of it. It's uh, it's, it's fun. Um, I don't own it, but uh, if I saw it around, uh, I'd probably end up picking it up. Um, it might not be a game that I'm going to rush out to buy, but um, the four to five player limit doesn't really bother me. I mean, I can probably count on my hands how many times I've had eight people around to play a board game. Um, so it's usually around the four to five or three to five player mark. Um, so that kind of fits the bill quite nicely. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty easy recommendation though. I think if you uh, kind of like this style of game, it works really well. It's easy to teach and uh, it plays uh, really quickly with the uh, six round limit. So all in all, yeah, great, easy recommendation and uh, was a lot of fun. How about you, Debbie? Well, for me, I really enjoyed this game. Uh, so I am the more likely, I don't know, to get this probably, but um, it's currently out of stock, and so I can't get it. Which <laughs> It's out of stock at this exact moment, not that I'm looking. Hmm. Yep. Um, one of our places, well, the online does not carry it. The other one is out of stock, and that just makes me sad. So... Nonetheless, uh, for me, I would say that this is a five out of five. Um, I am on a five point scale, obviously. Wow. I don't know. That was information in the wrong order. Apologies. Nonetheless, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's better than coup. Sorry. Um, and I think it probably runs the, the same line as citadels. I can see people potentially taking one over the other. Um, for me, I probably lean a little more towards this one. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's cheap. It looks like it's about 20 bucks. So I mean, Canadian, Canadian. Yeah. So for that price, I mean, (laughs) can't really go wrong. It looks like it's pretty small box. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm really glad it's on board game arena and I probably will be playing it every once in a while. So there you go. 
Uh, uh, Adam? Yeah, tell us what sandwich uh, you have. Uh, yeah, this, uh, the game's good. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm still... Wow. Yeah. The game's good. I, uh, like, I, I feel like there's a big old butt coming. No, well, I just, I would probably still lean into into Citadels before I would grab this. With that being said, it doesn't mean the game is bad. Um, like, I, I would, I give this like a seven, I give this a seven and a half out of ten. Um, like, like I said, there's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. I, I too, if I, if I was comparing this and coup, for example, uh, I would absolutely probably play this over coup as I've just find coup to be needlessly cutthroat at times. And it just doesn't, I don't know. Like, yeah, coup, coup is, it's, it's well done, but it's just not my style of game. Um, I would then put, yeah, so I'd put coup at the bottom, this in the middle, citadels on top for games that i would grab in a situation that i felt that i thought hey this uh this style of game would be great seven and a half uh, good game and what hybrid sandwich oh is that's a that? uh, shit i really gotta get that list back out i have it written down God, somewhere you know it's like it's been like six months man i know Come i know on. look i have it it's in it's in my I know notes. You're, I know you're I know you're living the high life. You got like an office job now and like yeah. you just don't have time for this kind of thing, but uh, I don't sure, know, laminate made a or spreadsheet or something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Put it on your computer so that you can access it through your web browser. There you go. I should actually. That's a really smart idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm full of them. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Huh. Big. All right, you give you're giving up on that, huh? Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking through all my shit here. It's uh probably cuz Ham's what? Ham's 5. Ham's 5. So this is probably so, like uh, I mean seven's pretty good. You're like grilled cheese. Is it where? Grilled ham. Grilled cheese. cheese? It sounds sounds like grilled, grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is probably like a six ish. So like a yeah, we're oh, in like wow. the in like the grilled cheese BLT range. All right. If you if <laughs> if you're listening and you remember, just like help help me by tweeting him his own list, please. Yeah, that'd that would be, be great. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet me my list. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like this kind of thing, we got lots of episodes, including the one where Adam goes through his list of sandwiches that you can help by tweeting back at us. If you uh, really like this kind of thing, you can like, subscribe, and uh, give us a review. Five stars would be great. Um, and if you want to send us any kind of constructive feedback, you can find us through email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. Justin, what you got? Well, hey, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Uh, feel free to send me any board game related uh, information. Or uh, you know what? Why don't you just go ahead and tell me what your favorite type of European spruce is? I'd love to know. What European spruce? Debbie, what do you got? Uh, so you guys can get me at at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and as Tom said, you can get us as a group um, on Twitter at CGS Podcast uh, or email us. And uh, I'm going to go out and give Sam a big, I'm sorry. Sorry. Really sorry. Um, I changed phones and I stopped paying attention and I'm a really bad person. So <laughs> we are going to be playing uh, Cosmic Encounters for Sam. Oh, wow. Just Sweet. so everybody knows. We are playing. That sounds great. Are we going to grab a fifth person to make it just like super stabby or what? <laughs> well, I, sure I, I don't know. 
Is it going to be uh, the return of John? Ooh, maybe. Wow. The, da, da, da. <laughs> yes. So my apologies to Sam. Please email me. I love hearing from you. <laughs> I'm just a bit of a jerk right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm done. No more. I love you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, uh, um, Adam, I was going to say John. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Justin, get John in here. He's got to get wow. now. John Adams, uh, please go ahead. John Adams, yeah. Mm. Um, yes, if you're looking to get hold of me, you can get me on social media at For the Win, F O R T H E W H Y N. You can also uh, get Debbie and I, we're making barbecue at uh, FTW Barbecue and Bakery on Facebook. Website coming, I promise. Um, yeah, ch- check us out. And uh, also, Sam had also mentioned in their email that they were interested in uh, in knowing if we had gone back and attempted to play games again. And uh, if our if our opinions had changed at all in a in a subsequent playthrough. And while I don't have any stories about that, I was um, talking with one of my coworkers in the aforementioned office job and we were talking about board games. And I said, oh, you know, what kind of what kind of board games have you been playing recently or do you like playing? As I just found out that this individual was you know, into, into hobby board games. And, um, he replied, he said, Oh, you know, games like Catan, Carcassonne and, uh, and exploding kittens. And, Oh, sorry. And then, (laughs) then, then the ball dropped and he's like, yeah. Oh, and this other game, uh, I don't know, maybe you've heard of it. It's called unstable unicorns. And I nearly (laughs) vomited on him. I was like, well, (laughs) just open hand slapped him. Yeah. I was like, God, how dare you speak the word of sacrilege? Yeah, yeah. So un- unstable unicorns has come up in the in in real life, and I I was like, no, please, please don't. You didn't give that one a try with him. No, give it a- no. I was like, you oh, yeah. sir are on your own. Also, please never play that game ever again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if they like it, probably it's fine. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's just yeah. I think that's the lowest lowest scoring game so far, and I can't imagine us trying that one again. So, anyway, yeah. uh, anything else? That's it. That's all. All right. All right. Well, thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.